I'm Dave Champion. Do you remember a few weeks back, the CDC posted on its website that only 6% of those who have died from COVID-19 died without having some additional condition. For months, you've heard me talk about pre-existing conditions. And unfortunately, the way the CDC presented that information and the charts that they appended to it, it caused mass confusion and it allowed expositors to look at it and say one thing and then other expositors to look at it and say something else, all in good faith because the numbers were not parsed clearly and it was not presented to the public clearly. I am not going to try to sort out that CDC mess. Instead, I want to take this in another direction. Back in March of 2020, the Italian Health Agency released a report in which they said quite plainly that of all the people who had died up to that date in Italy, 99% of those people had a previous condition, a previous illness. So they distinguish, unlike the CDC, they distinguished between a condition that came on as a consequence of COVID-19 versus a condition such as chronic disease that existed before the person was infected with SARS-CoV-2 and developed COVID-19. That's a distinction made in the Italian report, not made in the CDC report. The actual number cited in the Italian report is 99.2%. Now, I want to be clear, uh, the criticism of the Italian report is that it sampled a mere 18% of the medical records of all those who died. Now, sampling 18% is actually, as far as scientific analysis goes, sampling 18% is actually a very good high number. A lot of these studies, they look at 3%, 7%, 8%. So 18% is actually really good. So now that you understand the criticism of the Italian report, we're still left with the fact that the Italian report said 99.2% had a prior illness, a previous existing condition, uh, and only 0.8% of those who died in Italy did not. You know, I love the graphs, right? So here's a pie chart. This is actually derived exactly from the Italian medical report we've been talking about. And you can see around the pie chart the various how many had one disease, how many had two diseases, how many had three diseases. And then right up here at the top that you can barely see, but you will see the words that it was 0.8% had no previous condition. With that under our belts, now let's travel back to the 1800s. Now, Bear with me because I believe I have a point that is rather profound I'd like to share with you. So if we go back to the 1800s, it can be 1820, 1860, 1880, I don't care. Because what we're talking about is prior to what I dub in uh, body science, the manufactured food revolution. What I mean by that is only around the turn of the 20th century were things said to be food, actually designed in a laboratory and produced in a factory. Okay, that, that didn't exist before the manufactured food revolution. 
And interestingly, before that time, this is why I go back to the 1800s. I could go to the 1700s, 1600s, 15, you get it. But the 1800s is the last time that this statement is true. Chronic disease was virtually unknown in the United States. And in a moment, we're going to talk about the numbers of chronic disease in the United States today. And the difference is just astounding. So again, back to the 1800s. We'll make it the late 1800s just to bring that up as far as we can close to the 20th century. Chronic disease was virtually unknown. And to give you some idea of that in comparison to what your experience may be in America today, I want to share with you just this part that you see in the box from page 91 of Body Science. And it reads, Diabetes was virtually unknown in the late 19th century. During that era, doctors attended conferences to learn about diabetes. They had to attend conferences because diabetes was not included in medical school curriculum. Most of the attendees had never met a person, no less a patient, with diabetes. Pretty astounding, right? Especially when you consider that in 2019, in the United States, one out of seven Americans have diabetes. So we're talking about going from an era, late 1800s, when doctors had never met anybody with diabetes, no less had a patient with them, to today, one in seven. Now, I highlighted diabetes, but the same could be said in relative proportion to any of the chronic diseases we have today. Understanding how rare chronic disease was in the United States prior to the 20th century, this brings me to the point that at least I think is somewhat profound. So imagine if SARS-CoV-2 had struck the United States in, say, 1870 rather than 2020, and let's apply the numbers from the Italian report back in March. It said 99.2% had some existing condition. Now, the vast majority of the lion's share is going to be chronic disease. But on the chance that it wasn't all chronic disease, let's back the number down from 99.2% down to 97%. And say of the people that died in Italy, based on the report back in March, 97% had an existing chronic disease, one or more, before they contracted the SARS-CoV-2 virus and eventually got COVID-19 and died. As I'm sitting here filming this on September 14th, 2020, the CDC's provisional death count from COVID-19 in the United States is 179,640. We'll just round that up by another 400 and call that 180,000. So if we take that 97% figure from the Italian report and apply it to the 179,640, does that mean that only 5,389 Americans would have died if, as it was back in the 1800s, there was no chronic disease in the U.S.? Absolutely not! It doesn't mean that. Because the U.S. population was only 12% of what it is today, so using these, math, using these numbers in the math equation, if SARS-CoV-2 had struck the United States in 1870 when chronic disease was virtually unknown, the death toll from COVID-19 would have been 646. But back to today, using the Italian numbers, am I saying that? Am I making a hard determination? I'm stating a fact 
that if Americans did not have chronic disease, and I don't mean a lot less, I mean if we didn't have it, just like it was back in the 1800s, am I saying only 5,389 Americans would have died with or from COVID-19? I'm not saying that as a hard fact because I don't have a crystal ball and there's no way, I mean, you can run the math, but there's no way to say that is absolutely factual. So let's say my numbers are off by a little bit. You can decide for yourself how little or how much you want to attribute my numbers being off to for the sake of this exercise. But let's say it's not 5,389. Let's say that if no Americans had chronic disease, then the death toll from COVID-19 here in 2020 would be 7,000 or 10,000, 14,000, 17,000, 24,000. Anybody think that that is not preferable to 180,000 as it stands today? My point is that we don't have to quibble about the exact percentages, and we don't have to quibble about the exact numbers to see that if Americans didn't have chronic disease, the outcome would be exponentially better. So when we talk about chronic disease impacting the death numbers from SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19, the question is, how big a group are we talking about in the United States? Well, according to the CDC, 60%, that's 6-0% of the U.S. population has at least one chronic disease. If you do the math, that's 193 million Americans. And in 2019, 1.7 million Americans died of chronic disease. But of course, people aren't upset about that because the media hasn't told them to be upset about that. 1.7 million from chronic disease, as it stands today, 180,000 from COVID-19. And I'm not trying to minimize those 180,000 deaths. I'm trying to give some perspective on this. And of course, the perspective I'm trying to give is that the American public actually has no perspective at all. 180,000 deaths. Oh my God, the world is over. Everything has to be destroyed. Our economy has to go in the toilet. Oh, 1.7 million deaths last year from chronic disease. Uh, we're not even going to talk about that. So let's draw a distinction here. Late 1800s, chronic disease virtually unknown. However, today we have 193 million. From damn close to zero to 193 million in, we'll call it 140 years. That should tell anyone with a brain housing unit that it's all about lifestyle choices. Do you imagine what we're living through right now is the last virus outbreak that's going to hit the United States? Yeah, no, it is not. And of course, we know that the lion's share of those people who died from or with COVID-19, the vast majority, we don't need to niggle about the numbers, the vast majority had some form of chronic disease. And if we believe Italy, then 0.8% is the small percentage who die that don't have chronic disease. So I don't know, call me nuts. Perhaps this is a great time to take stock of all these facts we've just been talking about and get the information, the science, the data, the facts, the evidence that will allow you to drive your odds of getting any 
chronic disease down as low as humanly possible. Drive those odds into the sub-basement. Yeah, how do you do that? You already know the answer. You read body science. And, you know, I, I think some people get disturbed because I, I come on and I give you all these facts and then I wind up telling you about body science. Why would I not? <laughs> the only person I can see getting upset about this is somebody who says, oh, I don't want to know those facts. I don't want to know the, that evidence. I don't want to drive my odds of getting chronic disease from really high down into the sub-sub-sub-sub-basement. I don't want to do that. That, I imagine, is the only person who gets bothered by the fact that I'm sharing this amazing resource with you. Yeah, okay. I'll shut up now.